0: What's really good? This your boy Ray Ray, a.k.a. The Preacher's Kid. Don't mind me, my mouth is full of pizza. Shut up and listen. Today I have a special guest on my podcast. Good friend, co-worker, Jeremiah. We're going to talk about some shit today. What are we going to talk about? I don't fucking know but while I get some more pizza I heard Jeremiah introduce himself what's
1: going on guys <clears throat> this is Jeremiah my voice is kind of cracking right now but'm so kind of like Ray I got my got my mouth full of pizza but just want to introduce myself and see what we can get so we can entertain y'all with tonight this gonna be fun
0: So it's come to my attention... Dude just went and took the whole bottle of barbecue sauce. This guy wasn't one of was it, was it the blackest things I've ever seen. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> Alright, so... It's come to my attention... that Jeremiah is a preacher's kid. Can tell me a little about it? Yeah,
1: well, I was, a, I was adopted when I was four days old. Um, and my mom and dad are um, Pentecostal preachers.
0: Um, Pentecostal, well that's hardcore right there. Oh yeah, you know,
1: they, you know everything was pretty strict uh, growing up, you know. Watching the women, they you know have long skirts, no cut their hair, no makeup,
0: no earrings,
1: no earrings. You know, for me, I couldn't wear shorts. I couldn't. Bro, what? Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> wear shorts, bro. Well, I do I was
0: mean, <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, like, I play, I play basketball. I be, I play basketball, and I play in blue jeans or like sweatpants. That's what I played basketball in during the summer.
0: You got to be kidding me. Dead serious. That's crazy,
1: Yep. Yeah, go to summer camp, same thing. You know, joggers or or pants. That's what I played in. If I played football. Same difference. I mean, I I played in I played blue jeans and joggers. That's all, all summer long. So 100 degrees. I was outside playing in jeans. Um, came time to it. Came time to play uh, sports in school. Um, my parents wouldn't let me play sports. Because I had to wear because they would, I was wearing shorts, they would let me, uh, and then then we, um, one year they allowed me to play and, you know, I was excited, I did great playing, and the team was looking uh, forward to me playing again, and then the next year my parents said, nope, you're done playing, you can't play again. We had to go with the standards of the United Pentecostal Church. So, uh, so from then on I couldn't, from there on I didn't, I didn't play basketball again until I went to high school and I played my, <clears throat> they finally let me play my senior year which I ran track and cross country and uh, I played basketball too and of course um, I got to wear shorts when well, I was 18 so I was able to wear shorts and play, play ball but yeah. Uh, I, I was, that sucked, like, having to watch everybody playing in shorts and me playing in my blue jeans the whole time, but, you know. <laughs> Talk about ball, well, eyes, ball sweat, man.
0: Well, I know my parents are shit, but goddamn. <laughs> I would've been roasting your ass. Mm-hmm.
1: You've been roasting me, but you've been watching me from behind because I've been past chill. Oh,
0: all right. <laughs> it's a jogger.
1: Goddamn. Yep. You see me on the track running with some, sh- with some pants on. Yeah. Now I wear some military silkies or some, we call them ranger panties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super short. <laughs> super short. Like showed everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I leave little to the imagination.
0: Oh, dude. I remember running in shorts mm-hmm. and basic. Walked outside bro. And our drill sergeants were inside. You would see a peek around the corner from inside. Started laughing and giggling and shit. We were outside the formation freezing our balls up. And then finally when they went outside, like we stopped running. It was super cold because I went during the winter. We were running past the sign. That shit says 17 degrees. Mm. And we were in long sleeves and shorts. Mm-hmm. Oh now if hell about what am I doing? never
1: understood why they made us keep our long sleeves on and take our and take our long pants off. I Probably. never
0: understood that either. All
1: right. All right. I want to, I want my bottoms to be warm, not my top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go to basic at?
0: For a minute. Okay.
1: Yeah, I went to in Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know about in Jackson. Yeah, everybody over in Relaxing Jackson having fun and drill signs with fucking all the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard about over there. Y'all boys were trouble.
1: I got, I got, I started, that's when I started getting into like, like any kind of, the kind of drug they would give us at like Tylenol 3 or anything like that. Man, I was chopping that stuff, snorting it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I, I didn't, there was some stuff I chopped up one time, I, th- I think it was Zola. I, I think that's what it was, I got it, from, I got it from one of the kids there. Man, I chopped stuff and snorted it, my whole face was numb. Like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do anything. Like the side of my face was like the side that I started on was completely just no. I couldn't. God, I was trying to like, trying to figure out what was going. On. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so my one of one of the other guys was with us, and <clears throat> he was telling us that he wanted he wanted some too. So, we, I had some of those no-dos, you Nodos. Know, yeah, mm-hmm. little caffeine pills. Yep. Mm-hmm. so I crushed one of those up I didn't tell him, and I was like hey man I got you I got your I got your setup here he came over there hit that that was it for him he was he came back to me the next day he's like bro I couldn't sleep all night (laughs) I was like I wonder why I never told I never told him what happened why why I was that way with man that's. I think that was like my down. That was my downward spiral of starting it, getting into doing stuff like that. I just. It was just something to get my mind off of what was going on at basic. You know, just trying to go on.
0: Yeah. Um. After I got out of the military, that sandwich was good as hell.
1: I made that the other night. That's French toast, sourdough French toast, fried chicken. And bacon and pepper jack cheese.
0: I'm going fucking drip with that uh, mm. syrup. Mm-hmm. You, want to, you want her to
1: cut you a bite? Mm. No, I'm no, not. She can cut I it a quarter. She can cut good. a quarter. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. cut a enjoy, quarter. Enjoy your sandwich. Yeah, cut it a quarter.
1: I don't need no more I'm She's gonna cut you a whole big bite out of there. Look at that. We have one. I, like okay. See, I, get care. Care. I Appreciate yeah.
0: you. Put it back
1: there. Put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> Put, she gave me everything, like all mixed in.
0: I it. But, um, After I um, joined the military, I didn't understand how, um, what's the word? Uh, bound or unfree or, you know, that I was. I, I was kept from so many things that I wanted to experience everything once I got to the military, Mm you know. I I was exposed to so much like women, drugs, clubs, fun, strip clubs, you know, so So um I started wilding out. Hard. And um <clears throat> I don't know, for, for one thing one thing that I've learned when I have kids I um I don't want to keep them their eyes closed to the world. Right. As much as mine was because then it it makes the kid like go out and just try everything and then I see that as kind of dangerous because to be completely honest I found myself in some dangerous situations. Right. I found myself doing some really stupid things and um, like for, for instance my mom when I was younger she was always telling me all she would say. Keep your little pee pee in your pants. (laughs) So, I mean, as I grew up and as I got older, I'm thinking to myself, why do I gotta keep my pee pee in my pants? Mm -hmm. And after that first (laughs) nut, I didn't want to keep my pee pee in my pants.
1: You're you're trying to skeet everywhere, then. Everywhere, bro. Everywhere. You get a nut. You get a
0: nut. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody. So, but it, um, I don't know, that part of my life was interesting. It took me a while. It took me a long time to calm down. Mm-hmm. A long time. Well, for me, it was,
1: um, I, you know, I was, I was young, dumb, full of cum, as they would say. My grandpa used and so I got, I got married when I was 19, I went to, uh, right, when I got, right when I got to, got to the military, mm. I, was, I was at Airborne School. Can I check? Mm-hmm. Can I BAH? Well see, I, but I knew her from before that, so. Mm. so she went to my mom and dad's church. So I was at, I was at Fort, Fort Benning for Airborne School.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So my graduation, the, the week before graduation, I flew home, got married, and then flew back to Bennington for uh, for airborne graduation, and at that point I was just I was just dumb. I didn't I thought I knew what love was. I did, you know I, it was that you know it was this, it was those young age of love. You know you think you know you know what it is,
0: <clears throat> and
1: you know we had our ups and downs and stuff like that. And then um, you know when it came to the end of our uh, end of our marriage, it was just like. I didn't get to do all that stuff. How
0: long were you married, for? Five years. We were together six, but I was married five. Better than me. Yeah. Well, I was married for for a year and a half, and then I was married for 10. Married 10? Yeah, bro. Yeah. For most of you. That's a long funeral. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, dog. I was dying every year. Mm. And it was funny, because our anniversary was on. Mexico's Independence Day, which isn't uh, Cinco de Mayo. Mm -hmm. It's actually, which people get it confused with, it's actually September 16th. Mm -hmm. So I used to let people know, I was like, that's the day that Mexico won the freedom and I lost mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) super bro, like, it just got to a point where, like it got to a point to where I was like, look, God, either you gonna fix this or I'm gonna take my life. Yeah. I mean, I've always been the type of person that's like, I wanna see what's next, even in the bad. But man, I was in a fucking horrible situation. I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Everything was just crumbling around me, and I'm like, I don't wanna be married no more no more. Um, yeah, that shit was fucking horrible. I was in, this,
1: like, in the same predicament. I had, um, like I said, we had our ups and downs, and I always and I always said, well, you know, I always because of being a preacher kid, you always go back, well, you can't end the marriage unless somebody cheats. You know? That's what you taught. And, um, you know, that's the that was whoa, that's what's I would say that's one of the ways you can in a marriage is you know somebody cheating. Well because nobody cheated, I was just like, well I gotta keep I'm gonna keep fighting for this to make sure it works. Well obviously I'm divorced, so obviously we know what happened. I caught her with one of my friends. And, and I was like, well you know? What? So I said we're done. I said that's not, that's a wrap. I said you you decided you had to find what you wanted outside of our marriage. That's it, I'm done. No second chances. Mm-hmm. So we um so like I said, after after all that happened, that's when that's when hell broke loose for me. That's when I decided, you know.
0: A while, out.
1: while out. That's when everything started all the doors that I didn't open when I was a kid. Before getting married, or while I was married, I had all them doors, I started turning that knob on every single one of them.
0: <laughs> you know what, that's a good title for this episode, and Out. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, uh, um, when I was with my ex, I was introduced to everything under the sun, whether it was Don't get me wrong, I learned a lot, Mm -hmm. but I was introduced to money, drugs, women selling drugs, prostitution, uh, so on and so forth. I was introduced to so much. thing that I found, unfortunately, at the time that I was good at, was it kind of came natural, which was scary, uh, was selling drugs, mm-hmm. and um, it got to the point to where um, we'd run out hotel rooms or whatever, motels, and, you know, we have parties, and, you know, people buying all the drugs and everything, like, I'd have bags full of money, like, I'd open a drawer, and, like, 20s and 100s were falling out and stuff, and I was enjoying that, but at the same time, that was, we weren't even married yet, and that was pretty much the beginning of what I didn't know of my life going to near shit. No. Um, <coughs> we had, man, we had a good times and stuff. There was a lot of, there, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of fun times, but there was a lot of fucked up times. Right. When you, when you live that lifestyle, um, there was a lot of fucked up um, unfortunately, I would see pregnant women, you know, feeding for crack or whatever or shit like that, and it fucked with me, it fucked with me hard, and I, you know, later on, I was thinking, bro, what the fuck are you doing, you know, you know, I'm asking myself, like. I don't regret, well, I have somewhat of regrets, but you know what, like, you know, it still brought me where the fuck I'm at right now. Yeah. So, and right now where I'm at... that I've placed myself around has completely changed. It's like, um, somebody says, uh, or they say a wise man once said, tell me who you hang around and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And um, at, the, at that time, I was hanging around a bunch of dumbasses, druggies and shit, so I was mm-hmm. a dumbass, I was a druggie. Now, <laughs> I'm hanging around. what I call a bunch of big brothers. You know? Um, I got so much wisdom coming my way. Um, I dress different, I act different, I handle situations different. Um, It's all changed. And um, Like for instance, like I did, uh, what was it? podcast priorities or parties over priorities i think that was my last one um and it just shows you know how i've changed from last summer to this summer you know although like for instance all the money that i made last year i was blowing on alcohol and parties and stuff because you know i had a, left my wife and everything and I I was finally making all sorts of money and I was, you know, and then the industry that we're in, Mm -hmm. shoot, man, I was hanging out with rich and famous people, going to their houses, condos and parties, there's coke all over the place and, um, so I was going and gigging with them. All my money was going toward that bullshit. Now I find myself this year um, all the all that extra money that I was blowing I'm finding myself putting into investments investments, crypto and, and learning like everyday I listen to hours of videos um, or audio books about investments or you know um, changing your mindset and shit like that so and it's help me focus more so my from the last year well, shit, the last years compared to this year man it's it's, it's mind blowing how much it's changed it's, it's crazy fucking I was telling somebody else the other day I was like I'm fucking proud of myself cause I can Chitney. look and shoot, bro I'm, I look at my, my investment accounts and just within the last Two months. I want to say like two months. I have like a thousand dollars that I've in, um invested almost, and that's and all of that last year was getting blown on bottles of alcohol and shit, bro. Right? Yeah. yeah, like that shit is crazy. <coughs> so. so you're putting
1: it, you're putting it into something that can grow for your future versus going down your. Going down your mouth and
0: then Yeah, right out my asshole. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, but don't get me wrong, like I feel like, you know, say some people say like, well, you should get away from that and everything. Like, I needed that. Right. I needed that to learn. I needed that to see, you know, do I which path I want to take. Do I want to keep going down the party route? Or do I want to keep going down the You know what? I see myself as a millionaire, you know, or wealthy person down the road. Um, So I took the millionaire, wealthy (laughs) uh, route. Yeah, fuck that, man. Like the little investments we make now, and you just ride along with it, it's gonna pay off
1: later. You know? I'll tell you what really changed my mindset as far as like experimenting and you know with a lot of these. And different drugs like that was uh, back in 2010. I was in our rap, <clears throat> and of course, you know, you're worried about getting drug tested or whatever. So, right. uh, we had some uh, some people send us some uh, K2, which is like yeah. s- synthetic weed. Yeah. And so we we're like, you know, one, so one of the guys had had a uh, had a, a blunt rolled up, and so I was like, well, they can't track it. they can't they can't track it on our uh, on our piss tests. Right let me let me let me take a couple hits well i took a couple hits and we're playing we're listening to music playing the xbox and in, in the, uh in our little shoes or whatever and i'm just sitting there next thing i know i see start seeing the wavelengths of the, of the xbox shit like just going up and down like <laughs> wavelengths and i'm like <laughs> my was i was well i was lit bro no. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking at this and just watching it, and I just started, I started not feeling good, and I was like, you know, I told the two, I told my two, the two guys that I was with, a, a fellow soldiers, so I was like, hey guys, I'm going to go to my back to Machu, and uh, you know, just kind of hang out over there and, and maybe go to sleep. Well, I walked out of the Chu, I got to Machu, and that's the last thing I remember. I collapsed. At, I, as soon as I got to my door, I collapsed. I don't. I don't remember even getting, getting to my door, to be honest. Um, the guy that I was, the guy that I was rooming with, he was a medic, and I didn't even make it. I couldn't even make it into my room at that time to let him know what was going on, so he could watch after me. You know. Um, so here I am, passed out, or non. Actually, I was non-responsive uh, in front of me, in front of my chute, and they were like trying to figure out what's going on with me, why am I. Up? why am I just right there right. and I said the only reason they could tell that I was alive is because they could barely see the rising ball of my chest so during this whole time I can I still have all my senses I still can taste I still can hear still can feel the only thing I couldn't do is I couldn't I, I couldn't speak or open or open my eyes well I say that uh, tongue-in-cheek I couldn't I couldn't see them. Okay, alright so this whole time, all this is going on. I hear him talking to me, trying to figure out what's going on and everything, and I hear all this. But I'm inside my, own, but I'm trapped inside my own self. My consciousness is trapped inside myself, and I'm trying. I'm fi- I, and I know, my, and I feel myself fighting, trying to, you know, trying to get released because I feel like I'm trapped. Um, and then so every time, and then like uh, when you when you start a computer, you see like the little thing go around, know uh, mm-hmm. exploding loading or whatever. Yeah. Once it. Once it did that, I could, that's what I saw. It was once I could see it go all around, it hit a certain spot. I knew I was about to puke, and I'd puke, and it'd go around again, and it gets a certain spot, and I'd feel it again. And I'd puke every single time that I saw that. Um, and then as the as the night progressed, I started like my my mind. All I could see was a, like a mud puddle, because it was pitch, it was pitch black at first. Pitch play. and I was talking. I kept talking to myself. I, you know, scared, I'm terrified. And that has a lot of reason why today I don't like being in tight spots, it's because I was trapped in my- inside of my body that I couldn't get out. That now that I'm trapped, when I get trapped in something else, it reminds me of that. And so I have. That's why I can't. That's one of the big reasons I hate being in elevators or anything. else that's real tight, you know. Um, so while I'm in all this going on, I started I start praying. I was like, maybe this will work. I started praying. I said, God, if you can get me out of this and not make me a vegetable, I'll never touch you anything again. And I, I tell you, man, I got when they got me to the hospital, the what I could see you looked like a mud puddle. Every time it would go that little thing would go around in my mind. it start pix, started pixelating, it started pixelating with uh, like mud blocks like Legos almost, mm-hmm. or Minecraft some of these little kids some of these young kids would know now. <clears throat> it started pixelating. Well all of a sudden it started getting some color. and then all of a sudden it started getting real bright and I was like, I had no idea what's going on because yeah, it's starting to get bright white like in my dead and I'm going, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaving my body, and then all of a sudden my eyes open and I'm in the hospital, and the nurse is right there beside me, I grab her hand and hold it as tight as I can, because I realize where I'm at, and I realize what's going <clears> on. <throat> it's always been one of the scariest things in my life. I got back in the, I got back from Iraq in the beginning of 2011, and uh, we had a preacher, to our uh, our church. His name's Brother uh Brother Grimsley. And he was talking, he's uh he he preached the whole night and at the end of the service he was like, Do you mind if I minister to you? And I'm like, no, not at all. I'm, not, I'm thinking he's not gonna say much anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. So he tells me, <clears throat> he's like oh, no. he said you were he said you were knocking uh, not too long ago he said you are knocking on Hell's door. And I said, I didn't even mind am I kind of knew what he was talking about My well, mom and dad thought he was talking about me being in Iraq. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I was. he was talking about me going through what I was going through when I smoked that K2. Because had I, I don't think if I had prayed about that, I don't think that I would have made it out of that. Because I was, I mean, I was not responsive, I mean it was, it was bad. Okay. Yeah. So from that that point on, man, I just, I'm done with that lifestyle. I'm done with trying new drugs. I'm done with any of that stuff. And I got back to, after a few months of being back in the States, I was like, well, I got out of the military a year later and started college. Got my industrial engineering degree, you know, and then uh, went to work in the oil field for two years and moved moved to Dallas. And now I'm here working, you know, working with you and doing private security. You know, finally met somebody that I feel like gives me an opportunity to be me, but also gives me a time uh, and it's and, and a support. I've never had that. I've never had anybody be yeah. a support to me. And that's, it's always been hard. It's always been, oh, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? You know, it's never been somebody that supports what you love and what you want to do. And so finding and then coming across her, that's really helped me. So even though I still struggle with a lot of things in my life like no matter what I'm going through she's been there to, support, you know, to be a like a pillar for me and it's like it's, it's been an awesome experience to be able to feel that again or be able to feel that you know from somebody that actually does truly care about you you know and get your mind completely off of you know wanting a while out like we used yeah, to you know
0: yeah, yeah. so uh, the support thing That's the way I feel. <clears throat> feeling around you and the rest of the guys. Um, I find myself being like, just like what a squad, of big brothers, man. Right. It's like, <clears throat> if I'm doing something fucked up, let me know. But it's like, hey, we got you. You know, we want you know. It's that I want you to succeed. Or hey, man, you're doing a fucking great job. You know, yeah. keep it up. You know. So it's really giving me over purpose, right. you know, um, it's like a reason to succeed and a reason to keep going, because <clears throat> bro, um, less than two years ago, I was in El Paso, sitting in my man cave, <clears throat> I to blow my head off. I know I can call you, I can call Don, Cedric, Travis, X, um, Brandon, you know, I can call, you know, all those guys and be like, hey man, shit is fucked up, you know, (laughs) if I need that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and um, there's been times where, you know, they've talked to me, you know, you have talked to me, and you know, giving me that support. A lot of people don't really understand how you know they they say that they don't need the support they I call bullshit. I call bolsu it's um, you need that humanly I guess support you know um, you know to help build each other up I mean if if you're not asking for help or anything. This process is going to be longer, it's going to be harder, than,
1: you know. You can still be a man and ask for help. Yeah, hell
0: yeah. Hell yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And I you know, I had to learn that. Yeah. I had to learn, like, All right, fucker, get off your high horse. You know, you, you see you need some goddamn help. Right. So fucking ask for it, and like, <clears throat> soon after I started working with the firm, and um, things were going bad with, you know, everybody's hours were being cut with COVID and everything, so money was running low and everything. I still had rent to pay, car bill, all this, you know, and Brandon had asked me, he was like, hey, um, I need you to work somewhere. Do you have a suit? I was like, in a suit. I was like, he was like, look, can you work it? And I was like, yeah, but I don't have a suit. You can stop trying to be so quiet. <laughs> 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 so um he was like, <laughs> so he was like, you know what, I got you. He was like as long as you can make it where I need you, he was like, I got you. He straight up gave me the money to buy a suit. I bought a suit for the job that I needed to work and never asked for the money back. Um, All he needed was for somebody to do it, somebody willing um, and to speak up. I could have been like, no, I can't do it, you know, trying to be, you know, that manly man or whatever. But I needed help helped me. Like, him and and Travis have helped me a whole fucking lot, man. That's why I tell people, like, man, like, these guys will literally give you the clothes off their fucking back. Right. Um, Like, the support that I have now has taken me further, faster than I imagined like Travis and Brandon or you know <clears throat> like they were saying tonight they were like you know we're trying to have it to where our employees are making you know within the six figures and with that a lot of work don't get me wrong that's a lot of work but with the things that I've done this year although there's been some long hours there's been some hard nights and everything especially those doubles Is that virgin bro, about, <laughs> oh, bro <laughs> 14 hours 15, hour, 15 hours bro, <laughs> bro the fucking um, when I did the UFC event mm-hmm. bro we talking 16 17 hour shifts bro yeah. back to back to, bro that I mean, shit was working,
1: crazy I'm working like 4 or 5 12s right
0: now Ooh, shit yeah. bro, I, feel, I feel you on that but man I ain't complaining it's bro money. I'm telling you that's no, that USC event, I came back with two grand, bro. Bro, it got, it's like, it's getting to the point to where it's almost to the point to where I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like, I found myself paying off bills, large bills, and still having an excessive, excessive amount of money in the account, in my account. Right. So that's when I, like, one day I had I left Travis and Brandon a message. I'm like, man, this is exactly why I'm sticking around, y'all, because the this. Sh- Before I say that, so there's a difference when you have there's a difference in support, right? So, some support they look for shit back. Yeah, the support that I have right now—they're not looking for shit back. Right. They're looking to build, to help build people. Right. And with them building people, they're helping build like it's a an after shock. It's building families. Right. And it, you know,
1: it's, it's a, pyramid. a pyramid that you know we they build us we you know we build we build somebody and it just keeps multiplying out you know to, yeah you know it's just. What it is, you know, we um, and as long I think as long as we stay that way, as far as you know, me helping you, not expecting anything back, that's the best way to go about us helping each other because or helping, you know, helping everybody in the far, in, in the family. Is that we, when when there's an expectation of something back, it ruins, it ruins the help that you're getting. It's, it's, are, are and the support. It's just like these people that go out and uh, give these homeless people uh, stuff all the time, but then they record it and they can put it on their social media. Bro, bro you're like, you're not. What's that
0: for, bro? You're bro, like, like you trying to get, bro, for some likes? Yeah, for some, Fuck out of here. Dude. Yeah,
1: cool, cool job. You get, you get your reward. What does the Bible say about it? You get your reward now. When you, uh, when you, uh, when you, when you brag about the stuff that you do. Get your reward now, and versus keeping it to yourself and then getting get, get your reward later. You know, that's, that's the thing. Most people, all the, everything, everything about today's society is about now. Like, listen, you know, everybody wants to be a millionaire now. Everybody wants to do be a, everybody wants to be a PPO now. Mm-hmm. But they Nobody steps wants to trust to the process. It.
0: Yeah, bro. That's that's one thing that I'm later. Brandon told me last year he was he had said something in group chat. He was like, "Enjoy the process," because I was like, "I was trying to hurry up and do things." And I'm, but what I was learning now, I was trying to get there. I was like, okay, "But I got to do this, but then I got to do this to do this, and to get here, I still got to do this." So I'm thinking to myself, after he said that, I started to like like calm my brain down. Like, all right, cool. All right, I got to do this. All right. But it's all steps to get to where, you know, where I'm headed to. Like for instance, that's why I'm in, Which I really appreciate, you know, you putting me up on the crypto thing. Um, you would talk about it, and then I was getting more and more interested. I'm like, man, it's cool, and it makes. Um, it's it's not a. I mean, I I understand some people get rich quick off. Of it. I do understand that. But overall, it's it's an investment. It's something you're gonna have to wait on. Right. You know, and I wake up every morning and I look at, um, you know, how everything has gone up. Not to look at how much money I've gained or lost, but to look at why I've gained or lost it right. you know which makes me turn to the news you know like or you know or other things you know oh this person oh, for instance Elon Musk said some shit in SNL and and then crypto has been shit since then you know but it, right. you know it's just enjoying the process as long like I feel like as long as you know something is good It's said it was a hustle doing good and goddamn well he's invested in we're not going to get in that it's a, not that's reality. another episode <laughs> <lot of> <laughs> but but as long as you know that something is good um, for instance like I, I think that's what they saw in me like I, I think they saw like some issues that I was having but I think overall they were like you know what this person will be a great investment yeah, like somebody they can put
1: put something into and then see it right. You know, right. You take all the weeds out. You take all the. It's like a plant. You take all the weeds out around it. You take them, Take that out around it, and that plant has a better chance of growing and striving. Right. And that's you know that's what they're doing with us. Yep. You know, taking all those uh, weeds in our lives, whatever those bad things are hurting us in, in in our profession, take that out of us and like okay, if you do this better. This it's weeding us and getting us ready, you sure. know, getting us ready. Sure.
0: That one, it's all a <clears> process, <throat> so. Oh, yeah. So now I'm in the point of my life to where I'm kind of more relaxed, mm. you know. Even when bullshit is going on, I'm like more relaxed because like it's just part of the process. Right. Like for today, I was. Um, was doing deadlift and squat training. Um, squat training was doing okay, but then I got to deadlift, and there was weight on the bar that I mean I was only only doing three sets of two. I was like, oh, I got this, you know. And it was a weight that I've done many times, right? And today I only got past one set. And I'm thinking to myself, what is going on? Like, so then I had to check myself. I'm like, and um, I told my coach, I'm like, coach, I I don't know why I can't get past it today. I started explaining, I was like, you know, there's gonna be days like that to where. It's like you feel super weak It could be your rest It could be something you ate It could be a way you slept Like it all affects you But in the end I'd rather fail During practice Than fail In the Super Bowl You know So In my, my last competition I was close to deadlifting 500 and today <laughs> I couldn't even deadlift like at 365 I was like bro what is going on with you and but it's part of the process sometimes things are gonna like keep you from doing what I guess thought you could do something you've already done but, it's part of the process. Just learning your mind, learning your body, you know. So, yeah. Now I'm in the point where, you know what? I failed those lifts. Go back, reset, get some rest. And now I'm back at it, you know, just... Right. But, um... Speaking of uh, military, what else did you do in the military? Um, my main
1: job was pack parachutes. Oh, you were uh, rigger. Yep. Yeah. Oh, a rigger? Yeah. Fr- yeah. I had an R in front, not <laughs> 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 Yeah. I,
0: yeah, I had. Yeah, that's one thing that I learned in the military. It was a lot of. Time. A lot of racist motherfuckers in the military. I'm uh-huh. like, God damn. I was like, oh, we're all supposed to be working together. You got mm-hmm. Ku Klux Klan members, white supremacists, and shit. And I'm like, you yo, your, yo you what? Had your, you the had your Hispanic fuck. gangs. I mean, you
1: yep. Had, you, had, you had your black gangs. Yep. All, all that stuff in the military. Just because they're in the military didn't mean that they were there to enjoy and serve their country. No, they were getting, most know. of those people were going in the military to get out of trouble. Yep. Yep. To, to 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 get away from doing a, having a yep. felony or serving time.
0: You know? Um one thing I did learn about being in the military though, um, was with a lot of those uh, they watching porn in there or something? Yeah, damn! I have no idea what they're watching They're like he's knocking that shit out of here, anyway, so uh, one thing that I did learn was <clears throat> a lot of us would fight between each other, mm-hmm. but when it came to working together and having to, or when it had to do something with, you know, going to war or deploying, the people. You didn't think would be close friends would be close friends. Mm -hmm. Like, no no doubt. There was this uh, one guy. (laughs) He would straight up admit it after a while. His name was like Fox or Foxworth or something like that, right? Right. He admitted he was like, man, I used to be a white supremacist. He was like, but I've been around so many, you know, great guys and everything. He was like, I I can't, I can't do that anymore. Like But that was one thing that I missed about the military. You would, you would end up friends with, huh? The
1: camaraderie. Yeah,
0: man. You end up friends with people you never thought you'd be friends with. Right. right.
1: Yeah. That's what makes it easy to go wilding out, too. Bro,
0: I'm telling you, boy. Because those, bro, those those hillbilly boys, bro, they know how to party, <laughs> You get in good with them. Oh, man. Everybody be showing the the formation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody be running them four or five miles, throwing up on the side and keep running. Mm-hmm. Oh man! It was I remember we're I, I remember going to Fort
1: Lee, Virginia, up for uh, for training up there. And we decided, oh, we're gonna get our weekend pass and go to uh, what was it?
0: Virginia should, Beach or Newport. Beach. I went to Richmond, Virginia. We didn't go.
1: Yeah. So think I think it was Richmond, Virginia. I think that's. But anyway, yeah, we are out there. Well, they had a Hooters that was attached to the hotel.
0: Bro, if that's not like some <laughs> prostitute shit, I, I ain't never heard of that shit in my life. I've heard of strip clubs being attached, <coughs> but a Hooters, bro, that's. A uh, Hooters attached bro, to the, the... Uh,
1: attached to the bro. attached to the hotel. <laughs> So we had, them we, had, so many, we, had every, we had so many parties, <laughs> 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 and then, and then you'd have to be at formation at like uh, six o'clock, uh, six like six o'clock or so on a, or, uh or eighteen hundred for military people, but eighteen hundred for on Sunday evening, bro. We'd get, we'd be getting we'd be stumbling out of the hotel trying to get to the trying to get to back to formation. Every one of us hung, every one of us hung over.
0: Oh, I remember those days, man.
1: man. So that's what happens though. you get, you get to hanging out with people you don't know, and the next thing you know, you're doing everything you sh- didn't think you would be doing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I would say uh, I, that God's helped me get, kind of get my life back on track.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, no, I don't feel like I'm nowhere near where I used to be, because it, it was rough.
0: Those years are rough uh, out yeah. Okay. Um so we're sitting at about fifty minutes right now. Yeah. Um I don't know, was there anything else you wanted to yeah, tell yeah. the guests? So um wanna thank you. Uh, appreciate for you me. You on, for sure. Featuring on um, you're the second guest on my um uh, podcast Preacher's Kid Gone Wild appreciate it Um, kind of beard off a little bit but you know we we all here well hey it's my podcast isn't specific there is no rules no rules no holds (laughs) barred so but um yeah I appreciate I appreciate you um putting me up on the things that you have um this guy has been great, It's been a great influence in my life, so it's, it's, it's really a blessing having him um, featured on my podcast, it's really great, so definitely one that I can go back and listen to for myself multiple times to get a lot out of it, when um, I got my own shit going on, which I've done with my other episodes. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, Well, folks, this has been another episode of The Preacher's Kid Gone Wild. This is your main dude, Ray Ray. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, As you can Mm -hmm. tell, we, we did veer off a few times, but... Oh, well. Yeah,
1: we all having good (laughs) fun. I'm sure we'll be on this again and get ready for some new material. Oh, yeah. Especially in our
0: line of work. Yep. But uh, y'all have a great morning, afternoon, night, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. I appreciate y'all listening. Tell your homies about it. Um, Oh, yeah, you want to give them, like, your IG or anything, or you got to whatever
1: yeah instagram is uh j heidner j h e i d n e r super simple i'm the only jeremiah heidner in the world so so if you're looking for me you'll
0: find me (laughs) yeah all right y'all i appreciate y'all have a great night um well it's night here but yeah man we out have a good one Peace. peace peace you.